Do you know what is in your future? This is Wednesday, June 28th. Now we've looked in our study at the question Peter had for Jesus as Jesus taught the disciples about love. He asked Jesus, where are you going? And Peter could see something was happening. Likely he wasn't quite sure just what it was. He wanted to know what Jesus had planned. How many of us want to know the future and want to know our own future? We want a sense of where our story is going, but we see through a glass dimly, as scripture says elsewhere. We see very little and we'd like to see more. I remember years ago, my parents, they loved to take cruises. Sure, they liked traveling by ship for the accommodations and the food, but it was more than that. You knew it was coming. You could set your clock by the schedule of the ship. It really is a remarkable feat of their planning to bring a ship to dock precisely when you promised to do so. I think they like the dependability of it all. This gave them peace on days when they were half a world away from home. Now, I think all of us love adventure, but we also want what we can count on. And that leads us to our scripture for today. Psalm 139, verse 14 to 18. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body, All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Now these words are found in one of King David's most majestic songs of worship. David begins by marveling at the extent to which he knows that God knows him. God knows his words before he thinks them and speaks them. He knows where David is at all times, and there's nowhere David can go where he could escape the Lord's presence or notice. He also realizes that the Lord was present. The Lord was the one that formed him when he was in his mother's womb. God, he was designed by God. God knitted him together, making sure everything was in place. Now, it's tough for David to take all this in, and he says as much. It's overwhelming to him when he thinks about it. And notice David says that God's thoughts are precious to him. David is referring to God's constant thoughts of him and how numerous they are more than the number of grains of sand on the seashore or stars in the sky. I added that last bit myself, and this we understand. But then there's that last phrase, when I awake, I am still with you. Now, David isn't referring to waking up in the morning, though that would also be true. He's talking about his last sleep, the sleep of death. Yes, even when his eyes open then, he will still be with the Lord. Think of the joy and comfort and security that comes from knowing that. 
I don't, don't know just what will happen to me today, but I can tell you when I wake up, I will be with the Lord. Yes, God had counted all his days and planned all of them before David even lived the first one. In the end, he will be with the Lord as was true from the beginning, forever with God. Now, this is what Jesus was telling his disciples on the night before his crucifixion. He told them he was going away, but that he would come back and bring them to where he was. Now, returning to that thought about my parents and their cruises, they really did cruise the world. The Mediterranean, Spain and Italy, Greece and Turkey, Malta and Egypt, even Antarctica, Australia and New Zealand. They traveled the world all according to plan, one port after another. Upon returning, they would tell me the joy about the joy of their discoveries and also the peace of coming home. And this is what we have been given by God both the adventure of the discovery in our lives as we enjoy and walk with God every day, and the comfort of knowing that home always awaits us. When we close our eyes, we will wake up present with the Lord. As I read that song of assurance by David, I think of the joy of having that kind of security. Jesus explains to his disciples that they have nothing to worry about, Yes, he's going away from them, but he will return and they will be together. This is the gospel. We can rest in the promises of Jesus. Jesus can promise us a life with him because the next day he will go to the cross to secure it for us. Right now we can lay hold of this promise by faith, just as David did before us. Just this week, Altos Labs, Cambridge Institute of Science, announced $3 million in startup gifts to advance research. Any idea what they're going to spend all that money researching? <laughs> yes, they want to research how we can make ourselves immortal, immortality. And while I laud any advancements that can help human health, I think they're barking up the wrong tree. It's not just about how long you live but who you are with that makes all the difference. I can't get enough time with my wife and children, my family, spirit, and my spiritual family. And that's Jesus's point and David's too. When I am awaken, I am still with you. Let's pray. Faithful and loving God, we are people of time and schedules. Remind us that we have an appointment with destiny because of the work of Jesus on our behalf. Help us to rest in your steadfast love as we await the kingdom and its coming in fullness. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. <laughs>